Welcome to Road to Billions Podcast, the mentality of an entrepreneur. With your host, Moise Bertrand. Hey, what's up, you guys? It is your host, Moise Bertrand, the Road to Billions Podcast. I appreciate every last one of you guys for listening and tuning in on the podcast because, um, like I said, it's not easy being consistent in anything you do, but you guys constantly push me, you know, just to continue going. You know, I honestly like hearing people say, hey, I listen to your podcast, man. And I have a good catalog. You know, I have a, I have over 100 episodes now. So I have a good catalog. You know, it's not me just focusing on one episode. I drop episodes consistently um, and I have a good bulk of it. And eventually I'm going to look at this podcast as a Bible, uh, uh, entrepreneurship Bible and, and directory for those who want to get into real estate, for those who want to become entrepreneurs, because I feel like a lot of people on social media nowadays, all they talk about is sex, relationships, and all this bullshit. No one's talking about money. No one's talking about real shit that Dame Dash talks about. No one's talking about things that Akon is doing. No one's talking about all these other things that are really putting people in position and that you can also do for yourself. You know, you don't have to be on the same scale as Akon. You don't have to be on the same scale as Fat Joe. You don't have to be on the same scale as Dame Dash. You don't have to be on the same scale as, you know, the, the local business owner that's in the area making a lot of money. The only scale you have to be on is your scale, and that scale will eventually scale up. And um, I tell you guys all the time, like, you got to put God first. You got to know what you want out of life, and you got to be consistent. And this podcast is a message to everybody who sees my work ethic, who sees and hears the way I interact with people, with the things I do in my daily life. And also, you see it in my reality. Like, you know, I don't really come on this podcast and feed you guys bullshit. I come on this podcast and give you guys raw, uncut language, you know, raw, uncut truth. And I feel like a lot of people in our generation, not only um, my generation, but the generation under and over me, needs to hear certain things, you know, that people haven't been talking about. And um, the very first thing I want to talk about is how to become an entrepreneur. Because I feel like that's a cliche statement. I feel like you really can't become an entrepreneur, but I feel like you could train to become someone that obviously would just have the mindset of an entrepreneur. And what do I mean by that? I feel like, for example, I feel like entrepreneurs are born and not created. And um, that's, my per- that's my personal opinion. The reason why I say that is because a lot of people, they like stability, consistency, and something that they know they could go to every day that's the schedule. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, there's nothing wrong with that at all because I tell you guys the best thing to be in life is to be disciplined and organized. So work creates that for you already because you have a schedule. Well, entrepreneurship, you kind of have to mold your own life into the way you want it to be and also make a schedule and also be able to go get your money in the outside world without nobody giving you any handouts. And, um, you know, when I started entrepreneurship at a very young age, like I told you guys, I was selling refrigerators at 14. I was having refrigerators being sold from this um, used appliance store. I was selling it to Section 8 clients and... Um, Poco beans, you know, that was like back in 2012, something like that. And um, that was my first taste of entrepreneurship, you know, selling it and making profit on it without really doing hard work. And I liked it. I, I like doing that that way, like making a profit and not really have to work for somebody. Yeah, I was technically working for someone, but I wasn't, it didn't feel like work. You know, I was always taking what they gave me as a task and I gave it to somebody else and I made that, and I made money off that. And I felt like, it was just too easy. Like, I was like, hold up. This is what entrepreneurship is. This is what being business is. It's not until I really got older that I was like, hold up. You really got to be on your grind to, to be a successful entrepreneur, to sustain the lifestyle that you always want and continue to grow. You get me? And um, 
a valuable lesson I learned in entrepreneurship was just being transparent and being honest with myself, knowing that I can't take as many trips per year that I want to until I accomplish the things I want to accomplish, knowing that the money that I make is not for me, it's for the business. The money that I make is going right back into the expenses for houses. The money that I make is not going into my pockets primarily all the time, but sometimes my worker is going to have to get paid before me. And I'm okay with eating last as the boss. You know, I'm okay with just taking the L sometimes on the front end because I know the back end is going to be a lot more easier for me to handle and receive. But a lot of people don't have that mindset. And a lot of people want to become an entrepreneur, but they don't really know how. They don't really know what's the first step in becoming one. And when I was working as a CNA, you feel me, um, sophomore, not sophomore, like junior year, senior year, I lost two years of my life, last final college, you know, time, working, 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 working. Like, I barely went to school. I mean, I barely went to parties. I didn't have, I didn't really have a chance to, like, explore, like, all the parties in, in college. You get me? I was always working, working, working. And I didn't like that shit. I didn't like missing out on fun. I didn't like having a, a limit on the amount of money I could earn. I didn't like someone's telling me, come in work. I didn't like people telling me nothing at all. So I found myself eventually drifting away from that lifestyle, as we call work. Um, Work-life balance was not working for me at all. I can't work that way. I can't have somebody tell me what to do all the time. And I put a plan together, man. And the plan was simple. How much money do I want to make a month? And what could I do to make that money? And at first, I was real hesitant about quitting. You know, I was part-time, but I didn't really work for real. But I was always telling myself, man, once I'm done with this, bro, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I got to just jump out there. And, you know, as you guys know, I had a marketing company and I was a very visionary person, you know, seeing that this is just the start of many businesses. But I was afraid to start. I was really afraid to just kick kick myself out, out there entirely. And, you know, that company was just a lesson. But entrepreneurship is about taking chances, about being uncomfortable. You know, you got to be first uncomfortable with the situation you have. And that uncomfortability is going to make you change if you are ready for change, if you are okay with change, if you are willing to change, if you are capable of changing. And a lot of people, they don't really understand, like, you got you got one chance, you know, to, to make things right. And what do I mean by that? I mean, if you're going to go hard on something, go hard, bro. You know, the minute you quit, that was that one chance that you had, you quit, bro. So you don't got no other chances. You went right back to work. So you don't have no chance of being a successful entrepreneurship entrepreneur if you quit the first time. But you have many chances to become successful if you stick at it. And, you know, the first step you really want to ask yourself is, like, how much you want to make and what, do you want, what are you going to do that's going to make that type of money? You know, you got to go through trial and error. You got to go through networking. You got to go through research. You got to go through the sacrificial time of, knowing that, hey, this might just be a lonely journey, but I'm going to figure it out. You know, a lot of people, they're they not okay with being by themselves. They're not okay with, you know, not speaking to everybody every day. And I'm okay. I'm perfectly fine with just not talking to people, as bad as that sounds. But I'm gen- I was always generally like that. Like, growing up, I never really had um, I never really had a following mindset. You know, I always had people I directed, and a lot of people always came to me for advice. But I never could go to people for advice. You get me? It was always vice versa. So what I mean by that is I never really hung with people because I didn't really see, like, my mom hang with people. Like, she was always on her job and, you know, I mean, on her business and getting on her own and grinding. So I just took that same approach. You feel me? But when people did need advice, they came to me and I kept I kept friends around and stuff like that just because I have to have wise counsel and also be a leader. But I also know that I had to sacrifice the time away from them, you know, in order to see what I wanted out of life. You know, sacrifice relationships with women. 
because, you know, women are distractions, you know, knowing that, yeah, you're going to have a girlfriend who's pretty and everything. Yeah, you're going to have women you mess with, but you got to understand women are only going to date you if you are really on your grind. Like, as all the dudes, they don't want to understand that. They think that women are going to be here babying your whole fucking life. No, bro. Like, it's a bit, it's like a, it's not a pill that a lot of dudes want to swallow, bro. Like, they want to say they want to go 50 50 with a woman. I'm like, bro, you got to think about it like this. If you were already on your own, she's coming into your life as a, as a bonus, right? As a plus. She didn't, she didn't ask to stay there, bro. She didn't ask to come in your life. You kind of gave her that comfortability feeling to say, listen, you could trust me with your livelihood. You know, I'm not even saying 50-50 is bad. You know, some relationships make it work. Some relationships don't. But I'm saying whatever works for you works for you. But you got to also think about it like in order to create a safe space for everybody around you, you got to be stable. You know, no one, wants, no one wants to walk on rocky waters. You know, no one wants to walk on you know, hot lava all day to figure out if you're going to be able to pay your own bills, let alone take care of somebody else, have kids. So when I tell people is entrepreneurship really for you and how you're going to become an entrepreneur, you got to understand these are steps that you're going to have to first fulfill before you even um, get a relationship, get a family, become a husband, you know, become a father, because a lot of us aspire to be great businessmen, great fathers, great leaders, great community activists, but we got to take care of what's in us first, you know, and you won't be able to do certain things unless you have that freedom and, um, flexibility on your end you know as bad as some people want to be like oh I could just take a trip what if your boss says no no trips like wh- what are you going to do are you just going to say oh I can't you can't do nothing you know so make a plan you know the plan is easy the plan is telling yourself what are you inclined to what are you so disciplined to do that you would just make sure this plan goes out and the plan never goes exact but the plan will go as you write it right if that makes sense you're going to still get to the final destination it's all about just believing in yourself and having those steps written out, knowing that if you're going to write these things down, you got to follow up with it. So when I told myself I'm going to be an entrepreneur, I didn't just say I was going to become an entrepreneur. I had steps written down. I had businesses in my mind that I knew I could make some money off. I had skill sets that I built like marketing, real estate, you know, networking, um, persuasion, negotiation, you know, um, communication. And a lot of people, they look at it like these are basic skills, right, um, aside from real estate and marketing. But these are not basic skills, <laughs> sales skills. These are things that you have to literally learn in order to be successful, in order to sustain yourself, in order to sell yourself, right? I could walk in any room and people may not understand who I am until I open my mouth. And then I could convince everybody to at least give me a dollar out their pocket. That's how much of an influence and I feel like I believe in myself. I could have, if it's 500 people in a room, I could convince everybody to give me a, a dollar. And I could have been speaking at that event for free. That's how, that's how convincing I am. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm just saying, like, you got to look at everything as an opportunity to make money at it. You got to look at everything like, how could I make money from this? How could, how could this add value in my life? And as an entrepreneur and become an entrepreneur, you got to see who's around you that's adding that value. Because you don't want nobody around you who's going to keep taking money from you, like, go on dates. Hey, let's go spend money, bro. Let's go to the club. Let's smoke a weed. Like, let's go out of town. And you're like, bro, you know I'm trying to build my business. And they're not respecting the boundaries. So you got to slice them. You know, have people around you who have skills, who have wise counsel, who have things that's going to take you to the next level. If either they know somebody or they can help you personally embrace those type of people. And I feel like a lot of us just keep friends around because it's the emotional attachment we have to friends, the emotional attachment we have to family, the emotional attachment we have to our spouse that we really don't want to hurt them, quote unquote, in order to scale up and level up in our life. And you got to be really selfish in this entrepreneurship life. You got to be really selfish. Some people might call it like, self-centered, some people might call it narcissistic behavior, some people might call it like um, an ego-driven thing, and I feel like those who say that haven't really understand like the true value 
of confidence. You know, you really got to be confident in what you say and what you do in order to actually survive off that confidence, you know? And if you don't believe in yourself, no one else is going to believe you. That's the theory of it. Like, how are you going to tell me you're an entrepreneur, but you, you, you in and out? Like, you, you flimsy. I ain't going to believe you, bro. You're not really what you say you are, so I'm not going to take you serious. But if I show you every day that I'm not going to go clock in for nobody yet, I'm not going to go clock in for nobody. I'm going to build businesses that's going to fail. It's gonna, I'm going to build it back up. I'm going to make a million dollars. I might lose it, make a hundred mil. I might lose that. Then that hundred mil is going to take me to the bill. The lessons that's being learned, I'm just saying, you will never understand yourself until you take those steps in order to become independently thinking. And a lot of people are entrepreneurs already. They just are at work, if that makes sense. And a lot of entrepreneurs, they don't supposed to be entrepreneurs. They're supposed to be at work. So it was like a vice versa thing. I feel like the creators are at work because they've been taken away from society and they've been handcuffed by the salary that the employers give us, which is, like I said, everything is on everybody. Like a job is not a bad thing. But I have some people I speak to who I be like, bro, bro, you can make some bands off your knowledge. Like, and you out here working for this? Like, come on, bro. Like, come on, man. And um, you can't save everybody neither, bro. You know, you can't save everybody. So like I said, as an entrepreneur, understand that your value is created by how much knowledge and skills you have that you built, that you honed, that you, that you touched up on. A lot of people don't realize, like, bro, like, you can't have no job and, like, sit around and wait for money to come. You can't put a plan into action and hope that it goes well. You got to always look at things from a bird's eye view. Like, I speak about all these other podcast episodes, like, you got to have a different perspective of things. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Dudes who go to work over and over and over and over, and then they want to open up a business, but they never open a business. You're insane. Like, you're insane, brother. And we need to break that clause. We need to break that clause of saying, oh, I'm going to go to work. But your kid is going to suffer in the future if you don't really put yourself in position. You know, when you suffer, your kids suffer. So if you've been working your whole life and you never really made no investments towards your future, your family, yourself, that's going to take yourself from point A to point B. Not only that, help your offspring also elevate in the meantime. You did, a, you did yourself a disservice, you know, because you only relied on that source of income that could be taken away any time of the day, any time of the year. You know, you, what if you peak at 35 and that's when your company closes, like your company that you first was working for ever since you came out of college just abruptly closes. You got a house, you got a car, you got a wife, you got kids. You got, come on, bro. You see where I'm going with this, right? So you don't have to necessarily become an entrepreneur, but you have to have that entrepreneurial spirit in you. And um, I feel like that's the first things first when you really have to become an entrepreneur, knowing that you are capable of the skills that you have for yourself and um, can make money off of it. You know, no one likes a sore lure. No one likes someone who's going to say, oh, I got, it, I got it all figured out. But the knowledge you have isn't being applied. You know, I like to look at people like, what are you going to do just in case this falls through? And a lot of people, they're afraid, you know, and I tell people, don't be afraid. It's, is a reason why things fall through. Is a reason why certain things happen in your life. You know, you want to become an entrepreneur where God might make you get fired at work. You know, and then you, got, you really got to put your skills to use. Or you might just be in, like having a hard time at work. They're not paying you. They're not giving you what you want. They're not respecting you. And um, things just falling apart. You know, it's not, it's not looking good for your life. You know, and I was saying on my, um, on these other episodes that sometimes like you just got to, Face the fact that you just got to jump with no parachute, bro. Like, <laughs> you got to jump with no parachute, and then you got to realize, like, you can't be afraid, bro. Like, I feel like that's what a lot of people are. Like, a lot of people are fucking afraid. And it's okay because I was uh, I was terrified, bro. Like, 
having a mortgage, having rent to pay and not really knowing what you're going to do to get that money could be very, very, very overwhelming. And I don't ever try to tell anybody to hurt and jump in entrepreneurship because if I was abruptly told to jump into something I have no clue of, I would never do it. You get me? But I'm I'm blessed enough to be, I was exposed to it at an early age, seeing my mom have a business and seeing her how she rock, you know, being around business owners and seeing by seeing how bosses move. You know, she always introduced me to bosses when she was always going to work, when she was always doing things. And I kind of met a lot of people who had a lifestyle that I always wanted. And that's what imputed in my mind to become that. But you have to get around people who are going to reflect the same lifestyle you want. Don't be hanging around no bums all day who always want to say, yeah, bro, I'm going to go quit this job, go get another job, because this job ain't paying me enough, and I'm going to go work this other job, and I'm going to blow that check every time. They go. And then, you know, it's a constant cycle with them. You know, they're never satisfied. Their, their soul's purpose is never fulfilled. You know, in order to be fulfilled, you got to do the things that your, your soul's craving. You get me? So I tell people all the time, like, look at yourself and ask yourself, what are you willing to do that's going to take you to the next level? You might just have to not buy that car just yet. You might have to just cut back on the vacations you take per year in order to like save up ten, fifteen thousand, and then you're gonna use that to open your own business. And what? Who cares if your business fails? Like no one gives a fuck. People may laugh, people may ridicule you, but that's the same people who will never be where you at because you just took a step that most people would never do. And I took a step that most people are afraid of, and I was just betting on myself. And I bet on myself seven years ago, and I never looked back. You get me? So I try to give everybody the benefit of the doubt and say, listen, bro, like, if you're going to do entrepreneurship, do it. Go hard at it. You may not win all the time. You may be fucked up a few times. You may take a couple L's back to back, but at least you're doing something that most people are afraid to do. Like, I live in a nice complex. You get me? And I live in a nice area. And I eat the same foods that the people who have six-figure jobs have. And I do the same things they do. And they look at me like, how? And I was like, bro, I started years before you, bro. You just finally got into your career, but I had to put work in before you, bro, in order to actually have that stable, that stability. And they don't realize, like, being an entrepreneur is all, it's 24-7 thinking 30 days straight. Like, you have 30 days to make your rent, your car, and everything. And then people think that's, like, easy. Like, I'm like, bro, do you know how much of a genius you got to be? Do you know how much of work ethic you got to be? you know how disciplined you got to be in order not to spend the money you make and put it back into the things that's going to make you money and and hopefully it makes you the same amount of money or not double the following month. Because sometimes I put money into businesses that didn't make me a dollar, and I was like, bro, come on, bro. I, I thought this was going to work out. And I couldn't look at it like that. I looked at it like, what was wrong with the business? Oh, I didn't do this and that. Okay, cool. I didn't put this amount of money in for I'm, I fucked up and hired this person to do this, and they kind of delayed. So everything is a lesson. And then you take all the lessons and you polish it, right? You polish the little things that most people look over. The LC name makes a big difference when you go to the banks because they're going to look at you like, bro, what? Do you, huh? What, what type of name is this? So, you know, they're they going to discriminate. They're going to judge you. So you never know. You want to learn things about that. You want to learn things about communication. You want to learn things about writing emails. You want to learn things about what is going to ha- have you in the upper echelon of your industry. And that is going to start off with the mindset of knowing that you are capable of anything regardless of where you are now. You know, if you want to be an IT person, learn IT little by little. Just learn it, just little by little. That, 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 that. Just learn it, bro. Just tell yourself, I'm going to give myself a year, two years to learn it. It's cool. I'm not telling you guys to hurry up and quit your job tomorrow and be an entre- entrepreneur. No, this is not LLC Twitter. This is not bullshit. Roll the bill. This is real shit. This is saying, hey, listen, 
you know you in ten thousand grand, ten thousand dollars worth of credit card debt. Give yourself a year or two to pay that off. Most people say, I'm paid that off in six months. Okay, cool. You could do it. But what if this other person can't do it? We can't put pressure on them. So that's one of the steps, freeing yourself from debt. You know, freeing yourself become freeing yourself prior to becoming an entrepreneur because you need access to all the capital you need. And you need your you need your face card clean if you're gonna try to do big boy business, right? So you need to take care of the priorities. Take care of yourself first before you become an entrepreneur. Take care of your mental. Take care of your, your stability. Take care of your mindset. Stay, take care of your spirituality and your faith in, like, yourself and in God. Because I feel like a lot of people, they come, they see entrepreneurs driving big boy whips, but they don't know that, bro, we used to sleep on air matches. We used to be fucked up, you know, just not knowing where our next meal is going to be coming from and be made. I told you guys, I ate rice and broccoli, like, two weeks straight. I ate rice by itself. Two weeks straight, I ate eggs by itself. I'm lactose. Two weeks straight, broccoli by itself. Two weeks straight, I ate ramen noodles. Two months straight, I was fucked up. I'm talking about, bro, I even, I was forcibly into a fast because I didn't have no money because all the money I had, I had to put it back into the business, the real estate. You know, you have 10, all this money in your account and then you right back into fixing something that, you know, that you're supposed to fix. Yeah, the money looks good, but people don't know the sacrifice you make now is going to be the is going to be molding you in the future. So you got to understand like everything you make, this no is going to come back to you. But if you have an attachment, an unhealthy attachment to it, you kind of like telling yourself you don't believe in yourself too much. If you hold on to every dollar, if you save everything, you feel like it's going to be spent and not be able to come back to you. You have a a lack and poverty mindset. Fuck if you still have 50, 60, 70 grand. You still have that lack mindset to feel like, damn, this is the only time I'm going to have 50, 60 grand in my account. Nah, nigga. Man, spend 10 of that to put yourself in the business. Go ahead and build yourself up. Okay, if you lose that 10, a lot of people can't lose it. But if you lose that 10, don't look at it like a lesson to, like, be hate, hateful about. You know, look at it like a lesson to learn from because you don't, you ain't going to want to lose no more $10,000 after that. And some people, entrepreneurship knocked them off their waist and knocked them off their off they pivot that they they afraid to get back into the field. And I, I was never afraid to get back in the field. I understand I had to sit back and replan the things that I, I needed to plan. I had to sit back and think about the people who told me, you know, that I wouldn't be able to become an entrepreneur because it just wasn't in my destiny. They didn't see me become an entrepreneur. They didn't really know what I was capable of because at the time they were looking me in the eye and then they felt like they were on my level or they were above me. And I tell people all the time, you don't have to worry about what other people are doing because people are always going to have something to say. There's some people that don't even support me. And I'm like, bro, you don't even support me. Like, why not? You know, I ain't, t- I ain't tripping, but I'm just saying, damn, bro, you're supposed to be my partner. You're supposed to be my homeboy. You're supposed to be, you know, a cool guy of mine, and you out here tripping and shit like that. And women as well, like, you know, I kind of peeped that. So entrepreneurship is lonely because you start seeing that everybody may not support you how you want to be supported. You know, friends are going to be, the, are going to be sadly the main haters because they're not going to understand, like, the moves you make potentially and will make you rich and successful. They may not have the courage to do what you were doing. And they may ridicule you for being someone who feels like you don't come around anymore. You may feel like you're losing a lot of friends, and that's okay. The steps are giving engraved. The steps are engraved saying, if you follow yourself, you're going to be successful, but it's not going to happen the way you want it to happen. You're going to lose a lot of people. You're going to lose a lot of people you care about. Things going to knock you off the pivot just to see how much do you want it. I, I referenced this, and, you know, I love this book, The Alchemist. You know, shout out to Tasha, you know. Tasha, um... She just recently posted um, the book, you know. Um, she's a social media uh, marketing guru on Instagram, and 
she did a really um, great thing of just like breaking it down on her story about, you know, just the Alchemist book. And I read the book and I know she kind of got a lot of knowledge from it as well. I love when people read that book, you know. So she read the book. She was just like, listen, bro, she highlighted the page. And I was like, thank God she highlighted it because I didn't read the book in so long. I still got it, but she highlighted the page, whatever the universe, whatever you conspire, the universe will make sure that it happens. You know, so whatever you believe in, believe that you will achieve it and it will happen. You know, even the Bible tell you that, you know. So I tell people all the time, like, it's all about what you believe in, what you think you're capable of. You think you're capable of riches? You're going to get rich. You think you're capable of poverty? You're going to be granted with poverty. And I feel like a lot of people, they don't understand the power of their mindset. They don't understand the power of the tongue. They don't understand the power of, like, you know, pessimistic thoughts. They don't understand the the power of power, like, positive thoughts. You know, I like to have positive thoughts throughout the day. I don't like to deal with people who won't give me a hard time. I don't like for people to like to come in my life and try to speak negativity over me because I, I kind of get rid of you because that that is one of those things that could make somebody actually fall off. And I'm not saying fall off like completely go fucked up, but I'm saying that could throw somebody off the grind, out their zone. You know, so I tell people all the time, meditate. Find the inner answers that you're looking for yourself. You know, don't let people out here tell you what's right. Don't let people tell you what's wrong. Don't let people tell you, oh, this is the career you're supposed to be doing. Don't tell. Don't let people tell you how you're supposed to dress because, you know, some people, like, they they be weird and shit. Seeing me, I'm an entrepreneur, bro, and I got dreads in my hair. You feel me? I got earrings. I got piercings. I don't care. You know, I follow myself. You know, some people out here who got tattoos on their face who people might just be like, oh, no, you're you're employable. Like, you can't. Bro, they will dog walk you with their knowledge. Like, they have esoteric knowledge that you will never have access to. And since you're pre, you're judging them, you don't even know this person. This person could have been a multi-millionaire. Fuck if they have tattoos on their face. They're rich, you know? So I look at people like, how are you directing your own life? What are you talking about? Like, how are you helping yourself grow? You know, a lot of people, they stay in places where they're not welcome. They're not appreciated in relationships and jobs and homes. You know, it's a lot of things that people could cry about all day, but they're not making adjustments to it. They are comfortable. And, and then being in that comfort, depression happens. So I tell people all the time, if you feel like your sole purpose is to actually do something outside of the job you do, do it, bro, because you never know that's how it's going to make you dance. You know, I like this to do real estate. I like to just, real estate was always the thing that I was always fascinated about because I always used to beat the shit out of people at Monopoly. And beating the shit out of people in Monopoly, I was like, bro, I need to do this shit in real life, bro, because I'm getting all this cash in Monopoly. Everybody paying me for running this game. I need to go see how this shit really is in real life. Fuck if I, like, fuck up. You know, and I don't have no fear of like fucking up because I know I'm always going to be rely on the shield, which is my mindset, which is the cognitive development and discipline that I told myself that whatever goes right or wrong, I'm still going to stay consistent on the course. You know, the goal I have for myself, I'm still aiming for. I'm not going to like be a straight or, you know, walk away from it just because one little minor inconvenience took place in my life. You know, so becoming an entrepreneur is not easy, but sustaining yourself and actually having that freedom you will eventually gain that balance to it. You will eventually catch that flow, that wave to it. So it was like, it's like a rhythm. It's like, okay, cool. I know what I'm doing now. Like me, no, me now, I know exactly how my, how my days go. And it took me a long time. I'm just now figuring out a good routine for me like a couple months ago. And I've been in entrepreneurship for a minute. So I'm an overthinker. I'm an overplanner. Sometimes I can be too much of a perfectionist and, I, and that fucks me up with like releasing projects starting new businesses and just, you know, networking with people. Because sometimes I had, in the past, imposter syndrome. I felt like I knew so much that people thought I was bullshitting. Like, how do you know this? How do you, like, like you're not a millionaire yet. I am a millionaire. I am a billionaire. 
I look at them in the eyes, I say, I'm a millionaire. How you know I'm not a millionaire yet? They're like, how I know? You don't got no freaking um, exotic car. I'm like, okay, cool. I don't really need to like show you shit. And then when you're confident in yourself, people start questioning that shit. Like, oh shit. Like, hold on. Why he feel like he's a millionaire? Why he feel like he's a multi-millionaire? Because I am. And then I speak that into existence so much that eventually I will be because I already am in my mind. So I tell people all the time, you got to see where you want to be at. You got to see exactly the type of lifestyle you want to have. You got to be okay with just taking those L's early on because you don't want to take them later on in your life. I was speaking to my homeboy the other day. I was like, listen, bro, we got to take chances now because when we're in our 30s and we have families and kids, bro, we can't be taking no chances how, you know, we were when we were single and no kids. You know, we could fuck up ourselves. We could fuck up our credit right now and build it back up. We could lose a couple grand and get it right back. We could work our ass off and really get that money back. But once you have that mortgage and family and your wife is depending on you, bro, you, brother, you better hold on tight and be like a fucking seagull in a strong-ass hurricane. You heard me? You better keep your balance, man. <laughs> you feel me? Because it's going to be some rough waters, bro, if you try to do that too far down the line. And I'm not telling people it's not, it's not, what's the word? I'm not telling people, you can't do entrepreneurship in your in your late 30s or 40s. By all means, you can do anything. But I'm just telling you, it's better just to start early, right? It's better just to have a plan of action. Even though if you got a plan until you're 30, you want to work at your job till five years, cool. But like I told you guys before, if you're trying to learn little stuff, like I referenced that little line, that IT line, and learn deep, 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 deep. Every day, learn something, bro. You want to learn how to do nails? Learn. Like, you go look at nail videos. You buy little nail sets. You buy books. You you immerse yourself in that knowledge. You become what you think about. You become what you feel like you are actually are, you know? So I tell people all the time, like, don't don't regret losing certain things in your life because it wasn't part of the journey. You ask for, you ask for better, God's going to give you better, but he's going to replace you with certain things. He's going to test you at your lowest. He's going to test you at your highest. He's going to give you everything you want. And he's going to see how you treat it. He's going to take away everything from you. And he's going to see how you react. So I tell people all the time, like, bro, just don't focus on, like, the negatives. Don't focus on the past. Okay, cool. You probably had $10,000, $15,000. You blew it on vacations. That's cool. Whatever. We're we talking about what you did in the past. What, what were you going to do moving forward? We're going to set a plan. We're going to be like, okay, cool. We're going to save $200 a month for the next two years. But in the meantime, we're going to be buying books that's going to teach us how to open a business, that's going to teach us how to open up an LLC, that's going to teach us how to tap into business credit, that's going to teach us how to network and find different businesses that's pretty much going to make us money. And that's the mindset you want to have. You want to constantly be a student. A lot of people, they they don't want to learn. You know, they don't want to learn. They're not okay with just being told what to do. And at one point, you got to be okay with taking advice and um, constructive criticism, criticism because that's how you're going to be better. Many times people told me, you need to change your attitude because you, you slick talking. I'm like, you, you know what? You know what? I do have a slick mouth. Let me, let me be more respectful. And that really changes the trajectory of my business. A lot of people are more susceptible to talk to me, you know, come to me with their problems and ask for advice. And I'm always okay with just giving people that advice. So I tell people all the time, like, entrepreneurship is not for the weak, but it is for the brave and it is for the chosen. But I feel like everybody who listens to this podcast is the chosen, is the strongest of the strong, because you listen to something and someone who's actually telling you, like, if you listen to this, you're already on the right track. You know, you already got your mindset in the right place because you're like, listen, bro, I want to become an entrepreneur. I see Moist doing this shit. He looks like he having fun. I want to do this shit, too. He could do it. I could do it. If he could do it, I could do it, shit. I ain't no fucking genius that's Albert Einstein. I'm just a regular dude who, well, pause. I'm not a regular dude, but I'm just a, I'm just a guy who just really wants better out in life. And that's okay if you want to just be comfortable at where you're at because all of us have different goals and aspirations and desires. 
but I grew up seeing my mom's story. I grew up seeing my father's story. I grew up seeing a lot of things that a lot of people would not be able to handle. And I just wanted, I want that for myself to be able to provide for everybody around me. I want to provide for my offspring. I want to give people who have never had a chance to experience luxury. I want to be that person that provide that taste, you know? So I'm always okay with just like taking the back burner for the things that are instant gratification for longevity. You know, if I have money, I'm not going to just blow it because I have it. I'm putting it up. I'm putting it up just because I know rainy days, you know, I'm putting it up because I know if I'm going to become an entrepreneur, I need to be able to sustain my bills. I need to be able to have a plan of action to say this is how I'm going to double it. You know, you always got to be okay with just taking a step back from everything, taking a step back from social media, you know, too much going on in the world to actually focus on the things you want. So once again, I appreciate you guys for listening to Roll the Billings podcast, Create a Vision Board 2024. Here we are. You know, we got two more months till 2024, people. And we we out here bullshitting. I'm telling you guys, there's going to be a lot of change going into the next year, into the following years. We're going to see a paradigm change, a paradigm shift. There's going to be a lot of people who are going to be from rags to riches. We're going to see people who are at the top drop to the bottom and vice versa. And I feel like a lot of people who are listening to this podcast are capable of becoming successful and famous people. Like, I don't want to be famous, but I, I really am going to be successful to a point where you're not going to notice who I am anymore. Like, I'm just going to be too far gone. And I want that for myself because I deserve that type of luxury and I deserve that type of title to place on myself, to be a free, independent, self-made man. You know, so I want you guys to stay, to follow the same footsteps as your heart desires. You know, not my footsteps, what your heart desires. If you feel like something's tugging you into a direction that you don't know why, you just tug, you just like, man, I really want to be an artist. I really want to make some music. It's, it's telling you in your heart that's what you're supposed to do. I ain't telling you to hurt and go quit your job. But, you know, start rapping a little bit. Start getting your music out there. Start seeing exactly if that's what you want to do. And um, the same thing for any other industry. So, like I mentioned to you guys before, if you're a hustler, you're always going to be a hustler. You're always going to be a hustler wherever you're at. And if you're not a hustler, learn to hustle. Learn to be better than you were yesterday. Learn to put a little bit of extra amount of work, time, and grind into the things you want. And eventually you will win at the end. So, once again, I appreciate you guys for listening to Roll the Villains podcast. It's been an amazing, amazing journey. Check out my last episode. Check out my YouTube channel, you know, Roll the Billions, you know, um, Billionaire Mo on YouTube, man. Listen to all my up, other episodes. And um, like I tell you guys before, like if you if you ever have a chance to send me a DM or email, do so. I'm always open ears and I'm always looking to work with new people and collab. So I'm always um, very much grateful to be in this position to talk to you guys without ever meeting you guys, you know, if that makes sense, because you guys always listen to me. But I'm grateful for you guys to be listening once again because, like I said, it's been an amazing journey. And it's, it's a journey that I want you guys to, to be on with me, you know, to, to create your own journey. And eventually, we all come together and we're going to talk about it. You know, so once again, I appreciate you guys for listening to Roller Billings Podcast. It's been an amazing journey. You guys take care.